Kiss 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Leah, what up? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. How's it going? What's going on? Uh, well, I uh, just wanted to know how do you deal with the stress and emotions of being robbed? Oh, wow. Uh, you wrote a Sicily. Hey, uh, Razamoka fixed my life. I had my, my car recently stolen. And while I was dealing with the stress of that, as if that wasn't enough, I then had my credit card compromised. Uh, because this yep. has never happened to me before. I've now become super paranoid about everything, and I don't want to be this way. Uh, how do most people move on from these types of things? Plus, what sort of advice, if any, do you have for me? How'd you get your car stolen? Uh, right outside my house. So you oh, Were wow. you in it? Were you in it? No, no, no. I was. We were sleeping. It, oh, was, okay. it was already nighttime. Damn. Um, and then um, did the police ever recover the vehicle uh luckily they did okay they did yeah um along alongside with uh, six other stolen cars oh wow <laughs> yeah and um, you're and you're what you like you're when you say that you are becoming super paranoid like you're you're afraid or what are you what is the what are the feelings you're having yeah like i find myself like i i leave the car when i park it and i I lock it. I press the lock button like 10 times. And then I, sometimes I've even walked back to make sure it's locked. Yeah. Um, like th- that wouldn't make a difference because, you know, the way it was stolen, it was, you know, wouldn't have mattered if it was locked or not. Um, you know, there's a little bit of a paranoia now. I find myself and I, I've been looking into a bunch of gadgets that are sort of uh, theft preventative. Um Nonetheless, it is. It was stressful, and I find myself like just, um, you know, like before. Maybe I was a little bit too gullible or too free spirited, and I didn't think about these things. Now, like I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah, and it transferred into. Is it like interrupting kind of like your day to day? Like, are you constantly thinking about it? Is this the one thing that's on your mind all the time? Uh, in the the first week, yeah. So now yeah. we're going into the second week. So it's like you know the what they say, time does heal mm-hmm. all things, and um, I have gotten a little bit better. But yeah, it, it was it was pretty bad where I was just. Uh, fearful of something else happening. So a couple things. I think that one, you just need more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. but but also, I think that what you have to understand, whether it's your car getting stolen or your credit card getting compromised, is this was not personal. And I mean that in, in, in the way of you were not targeted specifically because you are you. Okay, so it's not like you're a target. It's not like people are out to get you and want to take your things. They saw Mm -hmm. opportunity and they went with it, whether it's your credit card or your car. Who you are means nothing to them. Right. Right. Um, So you don't have to have this paranoia that, you know, somebody's going to come back after your things because they're your things. 
other than that, mm-hmm. I think being cautious and being careful and doing all the things that you're doing are actually a way that over time you will gain peace of mind as opposed to the feelings of paranoia. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. I, I don't think that, obviously, like, oh, my God, like, I had my, I've had my credit card, like, compromised so many times, so many times. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Somebody, it just becomes a hassle, because then you gotta, oh. like, all the things that you, like, especially nowadays that you're subscribed to, right, using right. Your, your credit card and, like, stuff that's attached that's to your phone. It's just, like, a pain in the ass to go through and make phone right. calls and then to go on the computer yeah. and change this, that, and the other. And they don't even know, the people who, who compromise your credit card most likely are not even the ones using it when the charges yeah. happen you know like again they the, the connection to you is very minimal like i had somebody sign up for college on my credit card college where you wow. have to register with id <laughs> they bought a vacation wow. with insurance <laughs> With my credit card. Like, it's it's crazy. So it's, it has nothing to do with you. So I, that that aspect of paranoia where you feel like you're a target, um, mm-hmm. I, I think that that is something that you can get over just by reassuring yourself that this was not personal. This had nothing to do with you, and it wasn't somebody out to get you. You're not a target. You're not being hunted. People don't want your things. Uh, so the rest right. of it is just time. And as far as being overly cautious and locking things up at the end of the night, that's everybody's doing that now. Like, you are not alone in doing that. Like, I hear on my street now, because where my office is, is right on my street, and I'll hear a car door close, mm-hmm. and then somebody will use their key to lock their, their car, right, where you hear the beep? Yeah. yeah. In the last year and a half, I never hear one beep. Yeah. People lock it, and then they get to their door, and they turn around, and they lock it again. Leah, if it makes you yeah. feel any better, whenever... I get out of the car, even when I'm in the house every now and then, I will still pick up my my keys and I'll hit the button a couple of times to hear that beep. Even if I hear that beep, that it's locked the first time, I'll do it a couple more times. So you're not alone in that. And even when I leave the house, right? I lock the door and I still grab the handle. I turn the handle and I try to push open the door a couple of times. I still do the exact same thing every single day. So you are not okay, alone. So I'm not going no. crazy. No, 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 no. We all it's do everybody. it. We all do it. It's every, they, 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 what was it? Like like ninety thousand cars were stolen last year or something yeah. like that? Like like you're uh, not like you're you're not alone. Like everybody's sort we of all everybody's do living it. the same we life. All do everybody, it. yeah. Everybody's living the same life, but getting over the trauma of being violated like that is that that's going to take some time. And also, if you need to talk to somebody, you know, people are available. But I think that with something like this, you're a week out or two weeks out. Just give yourself a little bit more time. Don't be so hard on yourself. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's good to hear that I'm not the only one. Oh, girl, we got you. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. Have a nice day, Leah. You too. Bye-bye. You know that I don't even use the key thing anymore? To lock, I only I, I open the door, I hit lock uh-huh. from when I'm inside the car, and then I look at the other side, make sure all the little things are down. Then I close the door, then I yank the handle. I don't yeah. I don't trust the I don't trust the thing anymore. Wow, efficient. Yes, yeah. yeah. Ros and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. All right, so Yusuf, you got stuff going on in your life. What's going on? Yeah, so essentially when misunderstandings and conflicts ruin my friendship with two of my best friends. Okay, I'm gonna. it's going to be difficult here for people to follow along, but I'm just going to ask you, have some patience, uh, and uh, we'll see if we can come out of this with some sort of uh, advice for Yusuf here. So Yusuf, you wrote us this. Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. 
I experienced a fallout with my two best friends, Mark and Ari. Mark manipulated me into pursuing a relationship with Lexi while spreading lies about me to Ari. It turns out Mark and Lexi were still involved romantically. When the truth surfaced, Ari sided with Mark, leading to both friends ghosting me. Recently, I learned Mark did the same thing to Ari. Now, I'm unsure whether to mend my relationship with Ari and whether or whether I should take the initiative. Bro, this sounds like a scenario from Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Isn't this what Sandoval went through? <laughs> okay. So what what happened? Essentially, I've been friends with Ari for, like, let's say, like four or five years. So he was like my friend initially. Yeah. And then um, I met Mark as well, uh, through, both of them through university. And I got close with Mark over COVID. And essentially, everything was good. I introduced Mark to Ari. We, we became part of a friend group. But essentially, this girl got in between. And Mark just essentially made lies about this girl so what he would do is he would tell ari that i'm seeing her behind his back but then he would tell me to go see her essentially but wasn't mark with her as well like why would he tell you to go see lexi if he's still with lexi so i was under the impression what he told me is that he's not seeing her um and essentially what i found out essentially was that he was getting her to see me as a test of my loyalty and of your loyalty to to see if like to see if you hook up with your friend's girl Exactly. And Which, she went along with it? Yeah, it's like a really like weird what? and messed up situation. But did you guys like <laughs> How far do she... things? Like did you guys do relate like boyfriend girlfriend things? Like no, no, nothing ever happened. Like like we would hang out one on one like we did like and I went over to her house but nothing ever happened. Like did she flirt with you and stuff? Yeah, yeah, like major so, flirt. Like, How like, long did this go on for? Like honestly like a, like a month or two. Oh so my god, bro. So what I found out is that um what he had told her is that I had like done this to a girlfriend of his in the past and I was like a horrible person. Yeah. So she, what she told me is that she was going along with it because she thought that I was like a horrible person and stuff. But why? And Who then, cares though? But if you're, if you're such a horrible person, why not? Why, why aren't these people just saying, let's just not talk to Yusuf anymore? Why go through yeah, all of I, this? I don't understand. Honestly, this is like the beta of existence for like the last year. Um, yeah. So that's Mark and Lexi, okay? So what yeah, happened with you yeah. and Ari then? Like, whose side was Ari on? On Mark's side, which I don't understand, like, at all. So he essentially, because Mark would play both sides. So he would tell me to go hang out with Lexi. And he told me not to tell Ari. So he's like, oh, because, like, Ari didn't like it. Because Ari would call me being like, hey, why are you hanging out with Lexi behind Mark's back? And I'm like, what do you mean? Mark told me to hang out with her. And then he would tell me not to tell him that I'm hanging out with her. So then, like, at the same time, he's telling Ari that I'm hanging out behind his back. And he's telling me not to tell Ari. And then you also said that you learned that Mark did the same thing to Ari. So did Mark and Lexi pull the same scam on Ari? And like, was she like flirting with him to see as like a test to see if Ari was being a good friend to Mark? So that I don't know because I just found out through friends of friends that like he screwed him over in some way. Bro, Um, what does Lexi have that like turns all you guys into these things? Uh, she lives. She lives on like bridal path. I don't know if that. Is. Oh, so she's rich. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so okay. So, so because she lives in Drake's neighborhood, so, everyone's got the hots for Lexi. So, so Lexi's so Lexi's rich. You guys are all chasing the rich girl, right? <laughs> I mean, okay. yes. no, that's not the only thing. But it's uh, but, but you went to her house though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yo, how cool. big is the house? How big is the house? Oh, like massive. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you get a, a like a tour of the whole place? Like I put my 15 foot kayak in her pool. Massive. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. How many bedrooms? <laughs> like, uh, that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> what I've never heard it put that way before. I put my 15 foot kayak in her pool. 
Okay, so so you guys are all trying to get the the, the rich girl, and uh, it has now torn three best friends from Lim with with like manipulation and spy games and and all this stuff. And she's for some reason going along with all of it, which I don't understand. She may get something out of this. I think that maybe she is like loving all of this and, and maybe the attention. I don't know. Maybe she loves mm-hmm. the attention and that's why she's doing all this stuff. But I'm going to say, man, um, Mark and Ari don't sound like great friends that you're going to be needing for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. If, if, this, yeah. if this happens where you guys are all so horny for the same girl and then <laughs> they start sending her out on missions to flirt with you to test your loyalty and then it goes the other way and then the other guy's coming into the situation. Bro, you don't need these guys. You need Uh new friends. Yeah, ditch them all. I was going to say, like, 60 seconds in, like, the solution to this, Yusuf, is to ditch all three of them, get new friends. And Lexi. But I'm glad. That's what I mean, all three of them. okay. But I'm glad we kept pressing for a (laughs) question. Pressing for answers because, man, this story. (laughs) My thing is that, like, I know that Mark was, like, completely wrong. Like, I cut him off immediately, like, Mm. because he just manipulated me. But with Ari, like, I had a long-standing friendship. We were part of the same friend group, and it just kind of, like, fell apart. But, like, from what I'm hearing is that, like, just kind of leave them both out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all trash, man. You don't need them in your life. Okay. If Lexi texted you tomorrow and said, hey, what are you doing tonight? You going to her house? Uh, yes, you will. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Damn. Did you not listen to anything we said? Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. enjoy your friend I, group. I don't know if there's any. I don't know if there's any fixing you yet, Yusuf. I really don't. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll, I'll cut them all off. No, like I haven't talked to any of them for like a okay. year, and I think I'll just keep it that way. Kids, yeah. it's it's the healthiest thing for you, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, this helps. I think it's just like what I needed to hear. When's the last time you checked your Instagram? <laughs> like a couple months ago. Okay. You, you're gonna check it today. I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course you are. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Yusuf. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. I should unfollow her. <laughs> Yusuf, thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Kenzie, it's Roz and Mocha. Why are you here? My patience has gone up in smoke. Oh, no. Uh, Kenzie Rota says, hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my life. I live in a condo where my next door neighbor's patio is right beside mine and only separated by a panel of glass. He is a chain smoker, which normally I wouldn't care about too much. However, every time he takes a puff, he coughs. I'm not talking about a little cough. I mean a cough that sounds like he's about to puke and or have a heart attack. He wakes me up. And my partner constantly, as he will go have a smoke around 10 or 11 p.m., but also at 5 a.m. Oh, boy. It also happens at various other times during the day and evening, and it's driving me crazy. I would love to get some advice on what I can do in this situation. Damn. Have you uh, had a conversation with other, like, neighbors about this guy? No. Like, the way our condo is situated is, like, our patty was the only one that's beside him. Oh, no. That so sucks. I don't know if anybody else hears it or not. Yeah. But it's so, so loud. It's just annoying, right? Like, I don't know if yeah. there's anything you can do about someone who's is smoking on their patio. Like, if you're not allowed to smoke inside the unit, like, I don't know if you are or not, but this person prefers to smoke outside. Like, I don't know if you could do anything about it. I know. And that's what's driving me crazy. Yeah. So, but it's it's also interesting, though, that your problem isn't that he smokes. Your problem is that he coughs. And that's <laughs> yeah. that that's harder to sort of navigate. 
Uh-huh. You know, if it's the smoking, like if your place was filling up with smoke and all that, all that other stuff, you may be able to go to the condo board and say, hey, listen, he's smoking on the patio and the way the wind blows, I can't even open a window because my whole place just starts reeking like cigarette. Like that's not your complaint. Your complaint is that he goes outside and coughs. Mm-hmm. Right, so your yeah. com- your complaint is that your neighbor has dealing with some sort of respiratory issue, <laughs> um, not yeah. not not that he's not that he smokes, like, right? It is RSV season. Yeah, no, like that is not the cause. No, <laughs> the cause is the smoking. Yes, like it would be, you know, if I don't know if the walls are thin or whatnot, but it would be the same as if that neighbor, let's say, forget smoking, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's say that neighbor was just a constant sneezer. Yes. Like very loud. You'd yes. be dealing with the same thing. Yeah. What are you going to do? You can't tell someone to stop sneezing. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just like you can't tell this guy to stop stop coughing. I know. I know. So like I'm really at my wit's end right now. Have, like, you, have, you, talked to, have you talked to him? <laughs> like do you know him? Um, like we run into him a couple times and like he seems nice. But I feel like it's so rude to be like, Stop coughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you can't tell someone to stop coughing. Well, yeah, like, you can. Boyfriend, you can. Like, yeah, we've joked being like, do we, like, get him a pack of Nicorette with a bow and be like, Merry Christmas? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> or like a lozenge, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like something. Is he your supply of Ricola? Yeah. Like, like it's, and it's the phlegmy stuff, right? Like, it <laughs> sounds disgusting, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah we if know. You're that at 4 a.m. It's like, oh, good and morning. Then, and, then, and then he coughs and it doesn't all come up. So he does that. <laughs> Where he like forces it up like like so that yeah, move. Exactly. And, does, and, and and does he does he like spit after like what do you what ah, do you like? Gross! I don't want to know that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've heard him spit. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm trying not to pay attention I to gotcha. that. But. I gotcha. And, and is this ever inter- uh, interrupted lovemaking at all? We have to ask that. Oh yeah. It has. Oh yeah, no. That's, that's a mood killer right there, huh? Uh, just a little. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would. I would say maybe have a conversation with him and say, "Hey, listen, I, you go outside and smoke. It's not actually the smoke that concerns me. It's the cough that concerns me. One, because you 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 sound like you're dealing with something, but also um, your cough is so." invasive that it actually wakes me up in the night and like in a panic because that's what I hear. Is there anything that we can help you with? Is there anything mm-hmm. you're doing for it? Like what, like how oh, can so we come from a place of concern? Yes. Like, as opposed like, to yes. your cough is annoying. The hell yes. Out of yeah. Yes. I would try right. maybe that that's the only thing I can think of. And then maybe, you know, maybe he doesn't even know he's doing it. That's the other thing. So you draw attention to it uh, in a compassionate way. And then maybe he goes out and, and, and smokes a cigarette and saves his cough for when he's inside. Okay. I haven't thought about that approach, so I'll definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then say, hey, we're making love over here. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Something I don't, I don't know. Now, you I know what we call know. you in here? The boner killer. <laughs> yeah, it's that you're in a tough spot because it's not the smoking, it's the coughing, and uh, that's a that's a tough thing to try and navigate with a neighbor. But I, I say maybe go at this with a little bit of compassion and see what you get. Okay, sounds good. I'll, right uh, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, we understand that you are living out in Calgary right now, Kenzie. So we thank you for your support and thank you for listening. And thank you for making us a part of your your day-to-day. Thank you. Yes, I just want to say I grew up in Toronto, so I moved out here recently. And just want to give a little shout-out to my friend, Steph, who's still in Toronto. And (laughs) thanks for, uh, you know, making my day better every day. You got it. You're the best, Kenzie. Have a good day. You too. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS.
Veronica, my dear. Hello, it's Razaboka. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going on? Okay, well, something stinks at work today. Oh, damn. Uh, Veronica, you wrote us this. Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. How do you tell a colleague that they stink? I share an office with a colleague who has recently begun smelling of P.O. What's P.O.? I meant like B.O. Oh, okay. I was using Siri to text you guys. I got you. I got you. Okay, so she's B.O. I thought this was going to be a whole other conversation. Uh, So much that if you sit uh, in their chair, you will pick up the odor Please help. Oh, my God. So you said so this person has been working there for a while and this only happened recently. The smell. Yeah, we've been working together about eight years and maybe the last six months or so. Right. Could it be something like, I don't know, like medical that they just can't help? I don't think so. I mean, we we I'm saying like me and a couple of colleagues who share the office with them. Yeah. I've been like, maybe they stopped wearing deodorant. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that's one of those things you can't like bring it up with them either. You can, right? You can, and you should. You, you can't, but you should. Know, no, you man. can. You can. You How? can. You can. You you with something like this. Um, you without them taking offense and then going to like their boss and say that they feel like they're being picked on or anything like that. But but you don't do it in a, you don't do it in a, in a in a sort of pick on way, right? Mm-hmm. One of you has to do it. You can't all do it. Right. right. Um, make sure that you do it in a, in a private setting. Right. Um, okay. Before you before you talk to them. And, and if you're not up for it, um, the, the problem is, is that you can tell a boss and maybe the boss will do it, but maybe they won't be as compassionate, I guess, you know, is the for lack of a better um, word. Uh, but I think that you have to be direct but compassionate with them. And um, be supportive, meaning if there is anything going on that is causing it, um, you know, offer to help. Um, but don't just say, hey, you got to start wearing deodorant. Um, I, you, you can have the conversation with them. Uh, bring it up. Be blunt, but be compassionate. Okay. I really do. I I think because 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 it it will, you know, the the one thing that somebody the one thing that this person doesn't want is she doesn't want somebody who is not as compassionate to then file an HR complaint against the against her for stinking, you know, like, yeah, so it's it's a it's a tough thing to navigate. But you should you should absolutely tell somebody for sure. Do you think that you are that person in your I guess your work friend group that could do that? Uh, or is there somebody else like the, more suited you know, for the job? Like their partner, but obviously their partner's not smelling it either. Yeah, I guess I could be that person. Yeah. yeah. Like when you say yeah. partner, like partner that they live with or partner that they work with? Their partner that they live with. Oh, okay. And, and try not to be like you stink, right? Just you know, like be be more kind of like inquisitive when you're with your with your directness, right? Like, you know, we're you know, like I, I'm you know, obviously she you can sense that you can tell that she smells, but sort of frame it more as you know, is there a reason for it? Is there anything we can help you with? Is there you know, are you something you're going through? Is this a change? That is it a medical thing? Like she doesn't have to give you any of these answers, but don't just say you smell. What are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Because gotcha. also yeah. they also they may not know. Right. You think they know? Um, I don't know. Like they come in smelling of bo. Okay. Right. It's as if like they ran to work in the morning and they didn't. Right. Mm. So maybe it's something that yeah they don't even notice. Yeah, they may not. Right. I used to work with somebody who um, lived with a lot of cats. 
right? And I guess they weren't that great at like cleaning up after the cats. And right. they very much smelled like like litter box. Yeah. Like all the time smelled like litter box. Because I'm they're just ca- used to it. Yeah, I'm a coward. I said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, what did you do about <laughs> no, it? You, nothing, nothing. you weren't kind of compassionate? No, no hell no. I, I am terrified. <laughs> you didn't take your own No, <laughs> I am terrified of confrontation. I said nothing. <laughs> Great. Great. That really helped Veronica out a lot. Right, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, no problem. Hope that helped, Veronica. Thank you guys so much. Love you. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.